Alice was beginning to get very tired of sitting by her sister on the bank and of having nothing to do. Once or twice she had peeped into the book her sister was reading, but it had no pictures or conversations in it. And what is the use of a book? thought Alice. Without pictures or conversations. When suddenly a white rabbit with pink eyes ran close by her. Nor did Alice think it so very much out of the way to hear the rabbit say to itself, Oh dear, oh dear, I shall be late. And fortunately was just in time to see it pop down a large rabbit hole under the hedge. In another moment down went Alice after it, never once considering how in the world she was to get out again. Keep your temper, said the caterpillar. Is that all? said Alice. Repeat. You are old, Father William, said the caterpillar. Alice folded her hands and began. You are old, Father William, the young man said, and your hair has become very white. And yet you insistently stand on your head. Do you think at your age it is right? In my youth, Father William replied to his son, I feared it might injure the brain, but now that I'm perfectly sure I have none, why I do it again and again. Would you tell me, please, which way I ought to go from here? That depends a good deal on where you want to get to, said the cat. I don't much care where, said Alice. Then it doesn't matter which way you go, said the cat. So long as I get somewhere, Alice added as an explanation. Oh, you're sure to do that, said the cat. If you only walk long enough. Have some wine, the March Hare said in an encouraging tone. Alice looked all round the table. But there was nothing on it but tea. I don't see any wine, she remarked. There isn't any, said the March Hare. The Hatter opened his eyes very wide on hearing this, but all he said was, Why is a raven like a writing desk? Come, we shall have some fun now, thought Alice. I'm glad they've begun asking riddles. I believe I can guess that, she added aloud. Do you mean do you think you can find out the answer to it? said the March Hare. Exactly so. The Queen turned crimson with fury and screamed, Off with her head! Off! We can do without lobsters, you know. Which shall sing? Oh, you sing, said the Gryphon. I've forgotten the words. So they began solemnly dancing round and round Alice, every now and then treading on her toes when they passed too close, and waving their forepaws to mark the time while the Mock Turtle sang this very slowly and sadly. Will you walk a little faster, said a whiting to a snail. There's a porpoise close behind us, and he's treading on my tail. See how eagerly the lobsters and the turtles all advance. They are waiting on the shingle. Will you come and join the dance? Will you, won't you, will you, won't you, will you join the dance? Will you, won't you, will you, won't you, won't you join the dance? Beautiful soup, beautiful soup, soup of eating, beautiful, beautiful 
took. Please, your majesty," said the knave. "I didn't write it, and they can't prove I did. There's no name signed at the end." If you didn't sign it," said the king, "that only makes the matter worse. You must have meant some mischief, or else you would have signed your name like an honest man." There was a general clapping of hands at this. It was the first really clever thing the king had said that day. That proves his guilt," said the queen. "It proves nothing of the sort," said Alice. "Why, you don't even know what they're about." Read them," said the king. The white rabbit put on his spectacles. "Where shall I begin, please, Your Majesty?" he asked. "Begin at the beginning," the king said gravely, "and go on until you come to the end. Then stop."